0: This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Global Youth NZ on ORFM's Youth Zone. Hi, I'm Jayden. I'm Lily.
1: And I'm Jayushka. Join us every Thursday afternoon as we explore the variety of cultures that call Dunedin home.
0: Through interviews, conversation and music, we'll expand your knowledge of the world and expose you to new ideas from a youth perspective.
1: That's Global Youth NZ, 4pm
2: Thursdays on ORFM Dunedin.
0: Podcasts available from the Youth Zone app, yznz.app.
2: Kia ora everybody and welcome to Global Youth NZ on 105.4 FM. Um, we're so glad that you can make it. It is just uh, just a few seconds past four o'clock um, this fine Thursday um, and I'm joined here in the virtual studio with Jay. Say hello.
1: Kia ora how's everyone doing?
2: Yes, so if you've been following us um, for the past few weeks, you know that we've been just meeting on Zoom and having um, a virtual kind of radio show. And um, this is just because the studio is going um, under some renovations, which is actually so exciting for us broadcasters. Um, And also with the COVID situation, you know, um, and with case numbers rising, um, it's just a wise thing to do. But um, hey, Jay, how are you?
1: I'm doing fine. Thank you. Uh, It's been an okay week so far um and yeah just hustling through this term it's actually week six I believe so it's actually it's getting closer to the end of the term than the start of the term I believe which is a bit insane to me
2: yeah how good um and how are you finding things at school like you know um just talking about COVID and stuff how how do you find that is affecting your studies positively negatively or what what's the hats
0: um
1: I just got asked this question this morning by my correspondence teacher. And since we meet every two weeks, she was aware that last, and like two weeks ago, I was feeling a bit anxious. But since then, I'm feeling a bit better because uh, it's it's more normalized, I guess, and everyone's kind of just getting used to that idea. And I think there's also, because you don't really find out if someone has COVID, like, you know, before, like, if there was just one case at the school, you would know, like, because it's all reported and then mm.
2: like
1: that. But now you don't really know. So I guess it's what you don't know doesn't really harm you, right? So it's more like if they were, like, uh, if you, maybe if it was your friend, like your best friend, then they would probably tell you and, and you would have to isolate if you felt that way. But otherwise it's just household context. So
2: yeah. And how you how are you feeling about that? Like actually just like your gen, like the vibe in your school. Like how's everyone dealing with it? Is everyone kind of, you know, it'll be interesting to, to hear um, how Queens is going, you know, as compared to some other schools? Like how do you feel things are going in general?
1: I think in general it's it's pretty it's pretty, I guess, normal. Um, um everyone is kind of understanding of, you know, the roles around masks. And obviously, if, if you're eating with someone indoors, you know, making sure that they're comfortable with that. I think everyone kind of knows that to be respectful of others, and knowing that even if you might feel safe with your mask off eating around them, they might not feel that way. Hmm. So, moving that to outside if that something
2: yeah
1: works better. So I think yeah, just being mindful, and I think students at Queens are already really good at that, and just. Yeah, being considerate, I think, it's just the key of it. And I don't think many of us have the choice of coming to school. Like, we all have to be here. So it might as well make that a pleasant experience, you know?
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, for me, uh, for uni, it's just been online since the start of semester um and it's honestly like a little bit confusing you know with everything in different tabs and you know having to re-sign in when it when your login time's out like everything's just really hectic um but i do actually have my first in-person event um maybe event is not the right word but in person kind of class tomorrow um uh yeah and it is a lab which is going to be so cool. So I have to actually buy a lab coat. So thanks for reminding me, Jay. Um, No, but um, yeah, definitely. And I think that it's definitely been a real roller coaster, but I feel like we're getting through it slowly, you know, and I think that, you know, there's something definitely to be said about getting back to normality. Um, And for me, um, for those who were listening last week uh, I was isolating at home with COVID but uh, I tested negative on my day 10 which is so good um, so that means that I get to enjoy freedom um, so uh,
1: yeah. So, uh, how was that whole process recovering from COVID Jaden? and like is it definitely like a gradual process of feeling better or there's some days where you felt a lot better but the next day it went up again like
2: how do well. It? Good question. You know, it's um, I think it's very individualistic. Um, the way that your body reacts to the virus, um, you know, even if you're vaccinated or not vaccinated, um, your body just reacts the way that it that it does, you know, and there's nothing you can really do about that. So for me personally, my first three days were the worst. So um, on night one, I had a very high fever. Um, You know, I was just so out of it. All the fever dreams, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, On night two, it was actually also quite, quite a high fever. I had to have like wet cloths everywhere around my body um you know I'm very grateful to my flatmates um who who looked after me they think that they were getting a little bit grumpy with me because they were telling me to not put on layers since I had a fever but I was putting on blankets because I was freezing obviously um and then in day three I was still quite sick but you know I managed to um get my fever down um so it's just a low temp and then on by day four I was pretty much okay just the mild symptoms
1: and I was watching your stories, you get, like, food deliveries from families and friends. Yes. sad.
2: <laughs> oh, it was so good. You know, my, my friends and family really showered me with love. Um, And I think, actually, I think that it's really important to have a network of people that you can rely on if you go into isolation, because Uber Eats is expensive. It drained a lot of money out of my account. Um, And so it was, like, countdown delivery. And sometimes they don't deliver, Um, you know, like, when you like you know if, they, if they're they back backlogged you know that you might have to wait a week so if you'd have no food in your house you know what are you gonna do um but then again you know there are a lot of community support groups so don't be afraid to reach out you know we're all just in this together um but yeah there was one thing i wanted to do so i was doing a bit of reading today um and a bit of research and i wanted to clarify some rules because i know that there's been a lot of um you know uh different things being said so um
1: Oh, for sure, because I think there's, like, different schools have different rules at the moment. Like, um, I thought we can get into that later, but, like, in terms of, like, if you've got, like, a really small number of staff, like, you, if half your staff are isolating, it's really hard to carry on. So, yeah, it'd be great if you could clarify some stuff for us.
2: Yes. Um. So, according to COVID-19 GOVT.NZ, so the official COVID-19 website, um, what they recommend is that, so if you become a positive case, then obviously you have to go into isolation for 10 days. You take a rat test on day three. Um, well, you take one on zero, and if it's positive, then you have to go to my COVID record, um, sorry, my health record, um, and declare it. And then there's some contact tracing information that will follow. Um, and then on day three and 10, you test. Um, and if you test uh, negative on day 10, then you're out. Um, however, the day 10 test is not compulsory. So um, if you're feeling still symptomatic then stay at home you know if you're still if you're still like sick you know it's not a good idea to be out either way you know but if it's reached day 10 and you're completely symptom free then um you can go and it's optional whether to take a test um, and I know that different, like what you're saying, different schools have different policies, different workplaces have different policies. And I know that a lot of halls at Otago um, also require you to show a negative test. So it's really just, um, you know, talk, if you're, if you're going to work, school, you know, get in contact with your superiors, you know, get in contact with your teachers um, or colleagues um, or whatever. Um, but yeah, it's, it's it's a crazy time, but I think that it's really important. You know, we want to really try and get back to, you know, normal things.
1: Yeah, for sure. I think that's definitely one thing to note and good to know um, that you do have a support network there. And, you know, if you're unsure of anything, definitely ask and someone will be willing to help you out um, because, yeah, I don't think anyone, wants, any, no one really wants to see you struggle and it's not like something shameful having COVID, you know. I think it's just something we are learning to live with, you know.
2: Yeah. For definitely. sure. Definitely. Oh, will you, and, <laughs> sorry. Will you, sorry, keep on going.
1: Something. <laughs> um. Yeah, I was gonna say like if you're living in a hall, like at least you do have those kind of support systems there, like people who are looking after you, if that's you know a, a privilege there. But also it is difficult, probably, if you're like, you know, obviously not with your family. Um, if you're living in a hall or like you're just living in a flat, which is a bit more isolated. But I think did you say your flatmates also got COVID after you?
2: yeah so I hope it tested positive um but you know because we all became symptomatic on the same day, so um we uh, um so all our day tens were the same, so we're all out, which is great um you know, and um Yeah, how good. You know, um, also just a quick message to anyone listening that's perhaps not vaccinated, you know, whether it's out of choice or out of, um, you know, you're immunocompromised or um, just anything like that. You know, I I, I believe that this is a very scary time, um, you know, both in terms of, you know, restrictions and also in terms of um, getting getting the virus, you know. Um, You know, and I think that, my my message you know I really believe in unity during times like during crisis and during times like this and I I think that you know it is what it is the rules and regulations are there you know um but I you know for me I see New Zealand as one you know and I see that all of us are in the same boat together you know so um honestly just continue to scan in you know wear a mask um like come on guys like basic hygiene wash your hands sanitize you know and um we'll, we'll get there
1: yeah for sure there's a great tip sorry guys
2: <laughs> oh how good <laughs>
1: <laughs> I had my phone I was so it was just my MacBook being synced up with it um yes there was some great tips before my phone rang <laughs> um, <laughs> I think um, we'll head into uh, our next topic for uh, today. So a couple of days ago, it was um, International Women's Day on the 8th of March. Um, and I think it's such a great, you know, thing to celebrate. Honestly, it should be International Women's Day every day. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think you had something to share with us, Jaden, before I get into what I had to say.
2: Yeah. So, um, you know, obviously this is, Uh, a really special day Um, and like Jay said you know apart from the 8th of March every every day should be it's just a human appreciation day you know Um, but I think that I, I just have to say this and you know I think that women are just so strong, you know, like the things that they go through, um, both physical pain, like, oh my gosh, you know, childbirth, all of that, you know, um, and just growing up, like seeing how hardworking my mum was and how hardworking my sister is, is something that I really admire. Um, and there was just a little, it's not a poem, but it's just this kind of um, wee paragraph that someone posted that really resonated with me a couple of days ago. Um, and I really want to actually just read that out, if that's okay, you know, Um, just for everyone. So, yeah, okay. So, happy International Women's Day to every successful woman, every daughter, every mother, every woman in a relationship, every woman who's single, every woman chasing her dreams, every woman who may feel weak or strong, every teenage girl, every woman who cares about mental health, every grandmother, every woman who feels silenced, every niece, every woman choosing not to marry, every woman that is single every sister, every woman who can't have children, every woman that is mourning, every woman um, that are suckers for love, every woman who don't know her worth yet, every woman who can't seem to get over someone, every woman who is proud, every woman um, who feels lonely, every woman with trauma, and every woman listening to this right now. No matter who you are, where you are from, what you have been through um, today, uh, well, a couple of days ago, 8th of March, you know, today is a day to be proud of all of this and more. Today is a day to validate who you are. Be proud of how far you have come. Be proud that you are a woman.
1: What a sweet, you know, uh, piece of writing. I think that's really moving.
2: Yeah. Um, you know, and I think that, you know, like, this, this was a few days ago, this is two days ago, but I think that, that still remains, you know, like, validate your feelings, you know, be proud of who you are, um, and, you know, we hope that you can find your self-worth, you know, and it's obviously not the easiest thing to do, especially in this century, you know, but, um, you know, try your best, and yeah.
1: Yeah, for sure, and I think, you know, sometimes we know those things already, but just hearing them again, it just kind of, you know um, reminds us you know what there is to look forward to um, you know what what we should be thinking about so yeah thank you Jaden
2: yeah much. Um, I'll, I'll give you flowers if I could you know <laughs> but obviously all the zoom so that yeah <laughs>
1: um, I thought that I would share a bit about so the International Women's Day campaign for campaign theme so uh, it's the hashtag break the bias So imagine a gender equal world, a world free of bias, stereotypes and discrimination, a world that is diverse, equitable and inclusive, a world where difference is valued and celebrated. Together, we can forge women's equality. Collectively, we can all break the bias. And it continues. Individually, we're all responsible for our own thoughts and actions all day, every day. We can break the bias in our communities in our workplaces, in our schools, colleges and universities. Together we can break the bias. So I thought that was quite a powerful message.
2: Yeah, that's really awesome. You know, um, and I think that, yeah, breaking the bias, breaking stereotypes is something that's super important. And I think that days like International Women's Day um, are really days to actually kind of reminisce over that and kind of just, you know, think over that thought. If that makes sense, you know, um, and just a day to sit back and kind of be like, hey, you know, this is what we need to be doing. We need to be appreciating, you know, these strong women in our society, um, you know, and seeing them for for their worth and not just what you know society portrays or what stereotypes we we thought, you know, um, so definitely um really important, yeah. Um, and I thought
1: yes, sorry, I thought that it leads into this kind of narrative that we hear a lot, which is you know, behind uh, every great man is a great woman or uh, behind every great man is a woman rolling her eyes or, (laughs) or, like, kind of more kind of, uh, I don't know if I would say derogatory, but, like, uh, different variations of this kind of quote. But um, a lot of positive ones kind of saying that, you know, it's actually not behind, it's beside every great man. So I think there's this kind of, like, ideology that, like, for so long women have been, like, kind of voiceless you know and kind of haven't been have been discredited is that the I think yeah discredited and kind of not um appreciated for the work that they've done in previous years whereas uh, you know sometimes what the work that they do can go hidden or just not talked about so I thought um as an industry where women are usually not like stereotypically known for like women in tech. So I thought I'd share. So a couple of uh, really um, amazing inspirational women. So the inventor of Wi-Fi was a lady called Heidi, I think T- Heidi maybe, or Heidi Lamar, which is so cool. Um, leader in tech. So she's the CEO and founder of Mailbird. Uh, Christina Yvonne... C-I-U-C, I'm sorry, I can't pronounce that. Um, and the world's first computer programmer, Ada Lovelace. Um, the mother of the internet, I'm not exactly sure what she's done, but Radia, Radia Perlman. Um, and the CEO and founder, Digital Mom Talk and certified cybersecurity consultant. Uh, so basically the security guru was Chelsea Brown. And the first home computer user was Mary Wilkes. Um, And the NASA mathematician, uh, Katherine Johnson. So those, yeah, I just didn't know about these women at all. And now I feel very inspired to go and look into their backgrounds and see what they've actually done. And, yeah, because I think we don't hear enough about all these um, very. Very very smart and yeah. knowledgeable white woman, you know. It's
2: like the re the reason that we can be having this Zoom meeting is because of Wi Fi, obviously, you know. Um, so I think that it's just, you know, those simple things to remember that wow, actually like, you know, this this stuff has happened, you know. Um, yeah. I just wanna uh continuing on with this topic, you know, for a little bit more. Um, I just want to talk to a specific group of people and those are people that feel like they're ashamed to be their gender they're ashamed to be a woman you know um both me and jay are indian you know um you know we're of uh brown origin you know and i think it it really hurts me to know that actually um you know in in india there's actually something called gender-based abortion you know um which is basically you know when parents choose to abort um a baby based on whether it's male or female you know and uh there was this there's this article um by the guardian um that says as a study said that selective abortion in india could lead to 6.8 million fewer girls being born by 2030 which is actually only eight years away um, and this article was published last year um and yes a new study showed that preference for having a son is the highest in north of country with other Uttar Pradesh having the highest deficit in female births. So yeah, 6.8 million, you know, and I think that um, first it's ridiculous because, you know, in order to reproduce, you know, you need, you need a male and a female. So just logically it's, it's flawed, but also, you know, um, to everybody that's listening that feels like put down by their family because, they're a woman you know because they're a girl you know and i'm not sure if there is anybody that's listening that feels that way but if there is you know just know that you are loved and you're so valued you know and um you know you have such a huge purpose in society and you know go and follow your dreams you know no matter what people tell you because you know you are welcome here you know in the society and you are loved and valued like i said you know so i think that it's it's really sad to hear that this stuff still happens you know and there's still misogyny and um sexism you know that is present in today's society And, um, you know, but I think that seeing countries, you know, be able to celebrate things like International Women's Day, you know, gives a glimpse of hope for humanity, that there are people, you know, that society is moving to the thing where we see women as equal and not below.
1: Yes, 100%, Jaden. And and I really, really felt that, um, you know, the whole, there's so many um, societies out there that are stuck in that kind of cycle of just you know having a daughter is such a horrible burden for a family and I think it's important that we voice that kind of side of it because um a lot of us are aware of kind of the feminist movement and the kind of you know the kind of gender inequalities that we might have erased in our particular side of the world but for a lot of like minority groups as well as you know that kind of uh, South Asian culture, maybe Asian culture, you know, it's still very prominent, this kind of misogynist, um, you know, view. Um, and I think it's important that we do discuss it because it is definitely not really, um, it's kind of just pushed to the side. It's not really widely talked about um, and it's important that we do spread awareness because um, at the moment I in English we are doing a bit of poetry mm. um, and the book that we're reading is called The World's Wife and it's so what it does is kind of gives voices to those women who have previously been ignored and like lots of pop culture or literary you know that kind of feature so for example like maybe fairy tales you've heard growing up like maybe Little Red Riding Hood you know it's kind of always portrayed as like the woman being some some she needs saving you know like she can't save herself she's weak she's naive she doesn't know what she's doing so this kind of poetry turns it around and actually give women the dominance and obviously sometimes it can be it it kind of unbalances, it kind of pushes women to be above the other gender. But I guess feminism is about, about, you know, trying to get that equality. This is kind of just taking it above and beyond. But yeah, I think just the root of it is like, we do see a lot of changes um in the world with these kind of views. But it's important to acknowledge that that does not mean that it has changed everywhere. So yeah,
2: Yeah, definitely. And you know, I think that like dominance in general. It's not something that we're striving for but equality, you know? And um like what Jay said, it was kind of like above and beyond, kind of um exaggerating a little bit just to get, you know, the point across. Which is fair enough, you know. But I just think that yeah, it's like it's really important to know that actually in a functioning society you need you need men and women, you know. And in order to make the most out of that then you need to um, you know, actually have a quality, you know, um, so, yeah, and, um, yeah, like, you know, obviously, like, yeah, for me, being very honest, you know, like, I feel like sometimes, you know, like, I'm a bit, you know, oh, what is it called, it's like a little bit old-fashioned, it's like chivalry, you know, like, kind of like the, of, you know, like opening, opening the door, paying for her meal, you know, on the first day and stuff, and I think that that's all well and good, you know, but I think that in general, just be nice to everyone and treat everyone the same and treat everyone as a person that's awesome, you know.
1: How do you, okay, let's just get one more question. How do you respond when you find your friends or even yourself making, making like unnecessary comments or like, like.
2: <laughs> Myself? Jamie, what is this accusation? <laughs>
1: Sorry, okay, I didn't mean to sound like that, but like, you know, kind of catch yourself and be like, because I, I feel like we, even our generation, we can kind of, there's still some like loopholes as to, you know, how we talk about, I guess. About,
2: about women, yeah.
1: Yeah, and so like, for example, I'll just put one out there, Um, like, oh, I didn't, like, seeing her do that, um, like, if, for maybe from a male to be like, oh, I didn't know this woman could do this, that means I can do it too, so I kind of found that to be a bit it's kind of make it sound like you know a woman's mm. really weak. So if she can do that, then I can do that.
2: Well, know? I think that it's um, it's also like microaggressions, you know, and it's just the, the small things that. Um. Okay, I actually do remember one time in twenty. Okay, I hope no one's recording this. <laughs> um, I remember one time a couple years back. Like I um was like, oh, like there was a guy who was like, you know, just being a guy and like punching me or something. And I was like, you punch like a girl, you know, which is a very, which is a very common phrase, you know, that has been used in the past. And it's, you know, like I didn't really see it as a problem, you know, but then I remember one of my mates pulled me over and was like, hey, like that's actually like not okay to say stuff like that, you know, and I get that you're not trying to be hateful, you know, but all of this is like it's a microaggression, you know, and phrases like that actually um, built up, you know, like it actually. It actually hurts you know and it's not something that's good and then that that resonated with me because i was like actually that's true like you know i'm actually so scared of my mom like i remember growing up when she would get out the wooden spoon you know so the thing is and i know oh like i know many girls that could probably like beat me up probably you know and the thing is is that you know i think that i had to have a mindset shift that i shouldn't think of girls that like that oh sorry i shouldn't think of girls as physically weaker you know And even though biologically, perhaps, you know, males have more testosterone, you know, and are biologically like on average stronger, you know, I think that it's not good to be like, oh, you punch like a girl because that's saying you're weak, you know, like if my friend, my guy friend punched me and I said, you punch like a girl, you know, then I'm implying that means. You punch like you're a weakling you know and then that puts that label that girls are weaker you know so I think it's it's just about watching your watching your words and you know just making sure that you're getting kind of the right message yeah
1: and I didn't mean to pose that on you that I oh no no no
2: no no I know I, know.
1: <laughs> I just know that you usually do have really great life experiences and you do learn from them and I feel like everyone does you know at those moments um I think one of the really uh this um Instagram post that came up. Um, This is by Tuhina.Raj, uh, ex-corporate comics. And this is a really good quote. It's like, you must be one of those feminist types, no? So I feel like there's a lot of, like, you know, if a, if a woman maybe stands up for herself, voices out, and kind of stands out, and there's not one to kind of be meddled with like that's the kind of view it's like oh you must be a feminist you know and so I think that's also a very harmful harmful way of looking at it.
2: Yeah it's just like I really think that we should all have in our mindset that we just want to strive for equality you know and I think that at the end of the day sorry the end of the day like that's what you know the feminist movement is for that's what we are all trying to you know and the thing is I condemn guys that want to make a gender imbalance, you know, and put guys first. And then I also, at the same time, don't, I condemn women that try and put down men, you know, for being men, you know, for being male, you know. Um, I like both sides, you know, because the thing is is that if you wanna get closer to an equal society, then it does not start with putting yourself above the other gender, you know, but it, it's, it's, you know, it's all about saying that there is a problem, you know, in some countries, maybe not in my society, but in the world, there's definitely a problem statistically, you know actually just taking a look and seeing there is a problem you know that there is um you know inequality you know and what can I do about that? you know I don't put you know the other gender down, you know but i i I give my gender you know if you're a woman you know like i I give a woman like you know a voice you know, and I try voice out for my community, so yeah.
1: Yeah, and I think something that you kind of, I don't know if it's the same thing you touched over there, is like, you know, just like toxic masculinity, there's probably also toxic femininity, you know. <laughs> um, And I think it's really just learning to be comfortable with yourself, you know. And usually people who are insecure, who are not comfortable with themselves, are the ones who project on others. So, yeah. yeah. But I think this was a really great discussion. And we've yeah. given everyone something to think about. Um in this week, you know, being International Women's Day this week, but yeah, uh, we're heading into a song break.
2: Yes, and what did you guys think of that? If you have your opinion, then you can message us on GlobalYouthNZ or Instagram or Facebook. We'll see you right after this break. Ding, ding.
3: Show about your recipe. tonight right i said no worries in the party tonight right i said no worries in the party because the party lasts longer blasting out your speakers back off the transponders receive the signal and blast it back stronger my crew and your crew here we come to conquer bring the nice vibe we bring this to sing keep your heads up don't sweat the small things now it's not the time just give thanks and say god damn fat freddies they made my day In the land that's run by the gun A whole lot of worries But the music ain't what You gotta hold it together now Hold it together now We here to show you how You here, we know you how You just sway like this Sway like this Hey Sway like this You wanna sway like this You gotta sway like this hey. Hear what I say, no worries in the party tonight Hear what I say, no worries in the party tonight Right, I said no worries in the party tonight Right, no worries
0: Global Youth NZ on ORFM's Youth Zone. Hi, I'm Jayden.
1: I'm Lily. And I'm Jayushka. Join us every Thursday afternoon as we explore the variety of cultures that call Dunedin home.
0: Through interviews, conversation and music, we'll expand your knowledge of the world and expose you to new ideas from a youth perspective.
1: That's Global Youth NZ, 4pm Thursdays on ORFM Dunedin.
0: Podcasts available from the Youth Zone app, YZNZ.app.
1: Welcome back. This is Global Youth NZ. You're listening to 105.4 FM. I am your co-host Sheshka alongside Jaden.
2: Kia everybody. Thanks for listening.
1: Um, and we are into the second half of the show today. Um, Very lengthy first half, we really dived into um, today's uh, main topic of International Women's Day, which was on the 8th of March, Um, and Jane and I just discussed some things around this and the initiative this year, um, as well as what we personally have seen around us and what's happening in the world. Um, And so now we're moving on to a a still heavy topic, but kind of just around COVID, Um, so Kind of COVID's effect specifically Omicron, oh, Why do I say Omicron? It's Omicron, right?
2: Yeah, Omicron.
1: <laughs> I'm thinking like Ben 10, because he had like a Omicron. yeah,
2: Omniverse.
1: <laughs> and um, yeah. So kind of just talking about the struggle with businesses, um, kind of around university age and secondary school. So I'm just gonna read this. This is a critic um article. Um, which is a, I think it's a Tago Uni paper, kind of, yeah. you know, but yeah, cool, um, so I'm going to read a couple of some things out here, so sandwiches just don't hit the same when you can't taste anything, <laughs> um, So
2: <laughs> that's a funny, I just, that's like a, real, that's, that's, that's funny, I like that,
1: yeah, for sure, um, the Omicron outbreak has hit Otago Uni cafes and food outlets hot, and one. One-two punch of fewer students on campus and staff shortages have led to financial losses and rolling closures of outlets. Jaden, do you think if you would, if you were in person studying, you'd be going to these kind of a lot more? Oh know.
2: yeah, hard. You know, like last year, so last year I was a uni student, but I was doing level three. Um, I was just doing one paper at uni, um, so I got student privileges, which was so cool. Um, so I would go and study in the library heaps um, and I would always just get like my lunch or like my dinner snacks. It wasn't really main meals, but I would always go to the cafe or to the um, campus store, you know, um, and I remember I would also get supplies, like um, pens, and you know, sometimes I just, like I want to get some motivation so i'd go try find a pen that writes really nice so that would encourage me to study a little bit more but uh yeah like um if you're in high school and you don't know university um you know as far as we know um is online so um you know i'm in uni this year first year and it's it's definitely a change you know like um from being in person in high school last year now transitioning to fully online apart from one or two things you know um but yeah so to answer your question yeah like i think I would.
1: For sure, and, um, you know, even things like in-person tutorials, Um, one of my friends who's at uni, um, she mentioned, you know, her teacher has or is isolating now, um, so she doesn't even get to go to her tutorial, which Uh is,
3: yeah,
1: really, really sucky, but I think just kind of the situation we're all in right now. Um, Personally, I would really enjoy if my school was online, but it's not really happening, so.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think that um high schools are really just trying to keep it, you know, like, in, uh, in person and really just trying to close one eye to COVID a little bit and just really power through, which is honestly fair enough, you know, that's what everyone else is doing, but I think with uni, just with the multitude of students that come through, you know, um and, like, uni's literally online and there's so many uni cases, you know, like, I got my COVID through uni, you know, and, like, I haven't even been on campus since, like, last year. um. But yeah, like there was even a char time, like a bubble tea store that opened up in the link. So right next to Central Library. Um and now they just can't open because there's nobody going through, um, you know, really into the library like as much as they expected or as much as um there would be if there was no COVID. So, you know, it's definitely it's definitely sad, you know, and I actually know like a lot of people actually just stayed in their cities instead of coming down to Dunedin. So the reason, like, because I'm studying health science, so the reason I have to is because I have labs and those are in person, so I kind of have to be in Dunedin. But, for example, people that are studying, like, maybe an arts degree or something that doesn't require labs, um, you know, um, then actually, you know, you can just stay in your your home city and not have to move down to Dunedin quite yet.
1: I know, it must be odd, you know, if you were planning to move here and you just stayed in your um stayed in your city, like I think if you needed a change of scenery environment, you know, it would be a bit of a struggle. But otherwise it's probably a good thing for some people staying in their own uh, same city. But yes, um char time would have been great at the at the library. Hopefully once things open up it's it is able to open. Um but it would be be really really difficult I can expect um, for them so I would understand if they didn't choose to open but um, yeah so they do mention uh, char time and so this money oh sorry I don't I can't just read from a random spot can I but I think they talk about a bit about how you know a lot of staff shortages would uh, so students would be working at their stores but obviously because students um, are maybe isolating a lot of them might have COVID, so they couldn't really hire those students. Um, yeah, so it's it's kind of a difficult time at the moment, you know?
2: Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I think that oh my word, there's just so many crazy things happening um in, in this world right now. But I, I think that, you know, like we're in this and unfortunately it's not just a big nightmare and like it doesn't just go away overnight, you know, and with a few other, you know, issues happening around the world, you know, which I'm sure you are aware of, you know, I think that we really just have to s- sit through it. You know, we really just have to go into the thick of it because, um, there's not much that we can do apart from just, you know, try and focus on ourselves and our mental wellbeing and really power through this. Um, you know, so, oh, wow, it's, uh, it's crazy, you know, if you told me all these things that would be happening this year, last year in 2020, if you told me that in 2018 or 19, I would laugh, I would be like, you're actually crazy and, like, stupid, <laughs> you know, Um, but it's, like, crazy, because all of these things are happening, and it seems so crazy, but, um, you know, guys, like, you know, we just got to try and remain positive.
1: Yeah, for sure, I think, yeah, I don't think any of us expected it. And I think it's kind of crazy, like, you know, in the middle of having an entire pandemic, there's huge other things going on in the world, you know. And I think kind of something that we can, that I personally feel is kind of like, you know, you don't really have control over these things. And I guess no one really does. Um, um So it's kind of just learning to uh, work through what you have, you know, focus on what's in front of you um and knowing that at the end of the day you know after the world recovers when it will recover um you still have your education to kind of you know uh grow is that the right word you know you need to grow your education kind of have to like just shuffle along because at the end of the day you're still going to need money you're still going to need a job you're still going to need qualifications if that's your goal and that's the pathway you're looking into so you know, hang in there, kia um, kaha. And, you know, if you need someone to talk to, uh, you can listen to our last show. I think Jade and I talked a bit about different health lines you can call um, and someone just to hear you out. I think this youth line, you know, someone to just talk to because it can get really busy and really stressful and a lot of pressure um, on our young minds, to be honest, because we are still very young um Jed and I are both 17
2: (laughs) so yeah
1: yeah and I'm gonna be 18 next month
2: that's crazy what the heck (laughs) I still have to wait a couple
1: months (laughs) I'm you know and my friend asked me today like oh what do you want to do for your 18 And I'm like so confused because I'm like like, can I even have a party, like, there's of COVID and stuff?
2: Yeah, I know Um, a birthday party of quite a close friend of mine that had to be cancelled and had to be done over Zoom um, oh, because not- all of us – like the whole friend group like there was maybe about 30 people that were invited um like everyone was isolating or had COVID, you know um which is really sad and it was the 21st too so it was like a milestone birthday but you know i really hope that um we can all get up out of iso while well, i'm out but you know everyone else can get out of iso and we can kind of have a nice wee little gathering <laughs> if possible um
1: honestly zoom parties would be I remember nothing can beat my sweet 16 in lockdown.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man, this is crazy. And now you're, like, so close to turning 18 and you're still in lockdown. <laughs> no, nah, still in still in these COVID times, not lockdown, but, yeah.
1: I remember that day and I was really sad. I mean, it wasn't sad, but it wasn't really what I had anticipated. But I remember we had Zoom uh, radio session that day. So that was kind of the highlight of the day.
0: Yeah.
2: Um. Oh, man, I I do remember that, and I feel so sorry for you, Jay, Um, but yeah, you know, um, talking about Zoom things, you know, um, if you ever need to do a party online um, or anything, I think, like, these are a few things that I would recommend playing, so uh, a few shows ago, I mentioned that there was this um, wee little game called Gartic IO, um, which is a drawing game, and it's really cool, there's also Scribble IO, I'm sure many of you know, but apart from that, Actually, last night um, I played Would You Rather and Never Have I Ever, and I haven't played those games in so long since my primary or intermediate days, um, you know, and those, sorry?
1: What makes those games the question? If they're like really bad questions, it doesn't really work.
2: Oh, yeah, I think that you've you got to think of like nice, intriguing questions. So, for example, Jay, would you rather have no arms or no legs? I think I would rather
1: have no arms. Why is that? So I can still walk.
2: <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I think I would. Oh, I, I love both my arms and legs. I, like I don't want to let any of them go. But I think if it came to the to the crunch, I would probably choose to have no arms, and then I'd get real swaggy prosthetic robotic arms, and just be like real swag, you know. Um. <laughs> Honestly, shout out to everybody that has, prosth- like, a prosthetic limb. You're, like, literally goated, greatest of all time. Um, but, yeah, anyway.
1: And shout out to who doesn't have one but is missing limbs.
2: Yeah, you are also real goated, and we love you so much. But, um, Jay, in our, in our, like, final minute of the show, um, what is something that you would do on Zoom, um, which is something that you would do to keep yourself busy in isolation if you, were ha- if you, if you had to go into it? I would definitely
1: have a watch party. True. Maybe watch the new Batman movie, just sitting there for three hours.
2: Factually, that movie I haven't seen it yet. Um, so if anyone has seen it, I hope that it's I hope that it's good. Um, you know,
1: I it's good. I just heard that it's a bit long, but like if it's a good movie, it's not too long.
2: Yeah, and if you're in isolation, you have all the time in the world, guys. So, you know, a long movie is a good movie
1: but what about what about a watch party for my birthday i mean it you know it might be cute
2: <laughs> i reckon yes that's a great idea and i reckon that i should be invited
1: oh no nah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> guys this is this is what i have to go through is a fake friendship <laughs> no, kidding well
1: lucky to everyone i hope you've enjoyed this show it was a really wholesome show i
2: think yeah definitely yeah. um we hope you have the oh, oh. <laughs> Sorry, just a Zoom lag coming through. We hope that you have um, the greatest week ahead and we hope that, um, you know, if you're a student and, you know, if you're isolating or just whatever is happening in your life that um, it goes well and that, you know, we will, we're we all in this together.
1: 100%. Um, if you missed our show at the start of it, go head online, oer.org.nz and click on Global US NZ, and you can listen to our podcasts. Yes. Without further ado, mawa
2: Mawa everybody see you next week
3: The world has changed direction overnight.
0: NZ on ORFM's Youth Zone. Hi, I'm Jayden.
1: I'm Lily. And I'm Jayushka. Join us every Thursday afternoon as we explore the variety of cultures that call Dunedin home.
0: Through interviews, conversation and music, we'll expand your knowledge of the world and expose you to new ideas from a youth perspective.
1: That's Global Youth NZ, 4pm Thursdays on ORFM Dunedin.
0: Podcasts available from the Youth Zone app, YZNZ.app.